Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Disney Plus or Minus podcast. It is episode 46. So Danielle just reminded me moments before we started recording, not reminded, informed Mm. me that we never mentioned the episode number in the last episode, which is deeply upsetting to me because 45 is an awesome number. It's like a multiple of five. Yeah. I think of when I, okay. When I think of 45, I think of nine. Does does that make sense? Yes. I was just going to say, and also nine. (laughs) Amazing. Um, And so my, my, my joke about it is, because now I need to include the episode number of this one. Danielle, do you know what's funnier than 45? Is it 46? 46. (laughs) (laughs) We were just recently told that a person has never heard a person make more SpongeBob references than us. Um, In like a two hour like uh, time frame of us being together. (laughs) it was like five or six different references. Yeah, and just like one after the other. It was, uh, they just come out. It's natural. I was not upset about any of them. No, no, me neither. Brought around town, you know. Bring it little, around town. Sing a little song. Which we're song men. did we sing? Oh, now that now we're, we're men. men. Obviously. <laughs> and, and I will actually, I will pose the lifelong question from that song on here. So mm. if anyone has an mm-hmm. answer, please let us know. The line in the iconic SpongeBob song, Now That We're Men, is now that we're men, we have facial hair. Now that we met, we're men, we change our underwear. Now, the question is, do they have facial hair and change their underwear because they are men? Or because they are men, now do they have facial hair and change their underwear? Like, which one comes first? The fact that they're changing it, does that make them men? Or do they have to change it because they're men? It's a hmm. classic chicken and egg question. It you know? really is. Which one came first? The, the facial hair or the being a man? Exactly. Exactly. It's a, I, my personal vote is that uh, they became men and now they have facial hair and changed underwear. But yes, you know, it's up for debate. I'm open to hearing other opinions. You, you think that having facial hair solely doesn't make you a man? No, I don't. Because then you are, then immediately you are a man. No, no. I think that I, I, I think this, I don't think that either. You're looking at me like you think I think that. <laughs> because then every dog would be a man. Dogs have facial oh hair. They have so much facial hair. <laughs> like only facial, facial hair. hair. <laughs> every what? dog is a man. That's in, incorrect. Untrue. Yikes. Oh my God. Wait, that's a great segue, Danielle, what you just said. Untrue. Untrue. <laughs> Because, Natalie, the movie that was chosen for this week, episode 46, was True Confessions, true spelled without the E. Danielle's first comment was, I want to know more, like why they spelled true wrong. (laughs) And And folks, what Disney Plus says answers it for you right away. Because I don't think in the movie they ever actually call her anything but true. Um, But Disney Plus says a chance to star in a TV show reveals the value of family for Trudy Walker. Um, Trudy, also known as True, yes. our main character. And while this, this uh, one-liner is like technically correct, okay, thank, I'm glad you said that, uh, made that noise, <laughs> because like, I don't think this quite is the one-liner for this movie. No, and also, 
she's not starring in a TV show. That's not yeah. what this is about. Yes, exactly. First of all, it's a film contest. Yeah. And she's making and, it. She's not starring in it. Right. Like, she happens to be part of it. She's not the star of it. It's not really about her. Um, so, yeah, that I, yeah. I I thought the movie was going to be completely different from this. Yes, same, same, same. I also didn't watch the trailer. We'll get there, but yeah. So the trailer is did. actually the clip with the drumstick, the chicken. Oh, that's the trailer. So I also still didn't know. Yeah, what it that's going to be about. so not what the movie's about. Yeah, <laughs> weird. Anyway, so initial release April fifth, two thousand two. I have a friend whose birthday is April 5th. Wow. Good for her. Good it's for her. a drama and coming of age. Nah, okay. Uh, it's definitely fucking dramatic. Minutes. Sorry. It's very it's dramatic. fucking dramatic. <laughs> Hour and 23 minutes. And... <laughs> 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. 84%. We've is never that, had anything... That's the highest, right? It that is the highest. highest. I, that is the highest. Bl- I, I was shocked. Blown away. Shocked. Very Just. high. This is like a blockbuster in theaters film rating. Like it's yeah. in that yeah, level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so right. I think that sometimes with certain, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not themes. Um, like major plot points in movies. People don't know how to react to it. Um, so they're like, well, I have to say it's amazing. I see. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yes. But especially that I disagree, but just saying. Yes, but like it's an audience score. So it's not like, um, it's not like critics being able to like bring a critical eye to something serious, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, All right. So my pre-movie thoughts, I said in a complete shock to myself, and this is all before knowing what the movie is about. Um, I really don't think I've ever seen this as much as I've tried to rack my brain for a shred of a memory. Surprising because of the 84% on Rotten Tomatoes, I would have thought then it would have been way more well advertised. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm watching it, I'm like, well, who knows? Um, And because it's starring Shia LaBeouf, I was like, how did I not jump on a chance to watch a movie he was in? I loved him as a child. Um, either way, I was excited to watch to see if it lived up to the Rotten Tomatoes hype. Um, and also, fun fact, I don't know if you noticed this, the other star, do you know who she was? Uh, yes. Well, I did like peek at your uh, pre-movie thoughts, but also uh, like immediately it was just like, yes, we just saw this girl because yes. she's Amy from Under Wraps, which we just the covered OG. last month. Oh, yes, of course. Well, this movie did come out 20 years ago, so I would hope <laughs> it was the OG. Right. And I just added in, like, Disney really loves recycling stars in the early decoms. Yes. Think Lawrence Brothers, think Amy, think the dad from Even Stevens. That one little um, brother who was in, like, three of the first, yes. like, ten decoms. Like uh, the uh, Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire yeah, yeah, yeah. kid. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, this movie is based on a book. Yes. Also um, called True Confessions. Oh, was it? I thought it was just called Confessions. Maybe not. Oh. I don't know. Either way. I'm going to look it up while you're reading know. yours. Great. My pu- uh, pre-movie thoughts are really short um, because you'll see why in a second. Uh, to be honest, I had no idea this movie even existed. Like, what is this movie? And like we said, from the one-liner, 
I was really still not sure. And I was really confused, similarly to Natalie, like why I didn't know it, why I had never heard of it. It literally has Shia LaBeouf, who, again, like Natalie said, was like a huge star in our childhood. So I figured would have been more knowledgeable about it. I don't know. Um, I thought maybe hearing like the name Trudy Walker would light something in my brain. It absolutely did not. Um, And I did watch it after Natalie and she told me that it was good. So my expectations were pretty high as well as that 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. Obviously I was going in like, all right, this is gonna, this is gonna be something. Yeah. I think, I think also seeing the 84% just made me be less critical of it from Mm. the get go. Also, the book is called True Confessions. Same exact oh, okay. spelling. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Which, like, all right. So, oh, sorry. There's like a point. I mean, we could say it's in the movie, whatever. But like, there's a point in the movie where she's trying to brainstorm a title along oh, yeah. the lines of True Confessions, but like, never actually gets there. Like, never I actually says so the bizarre. title of the movie. Which, like, they don't always need to do. But in this case, like, there was like a place for it, and it just like never happened. I was like, mm-hmm. okay. Anyway, good for her. Good for okay, her. so we start the movie and we got some kids frolicking in a field. Yep. Um, and it is True and her twin brother Eddie, aka Shia LaBeouf, as like little kids, like five, six, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just like frolicking through a field of like sunflowers or something. Yeah. In matching overalls, which the overalls were cute. Um, very cute. <laughs> she does. She's doing this voiceover, like many decoms start with uh, the main character doing a voiceover over something. Um, talking about how, isn't it funny how people on TV live amazingly perfect lives and like how great it would be to just like have a perfect life that has no issues like they do in all the TV shows. Um, But she's like, that's not my life. (laughs) And she starts talking about her twin brother, Eddie, and that she loves to film things. She's always filming stuff. Um, She's always filming her friends. (laughs) Denise and Kevin, I went back and added their names. Wow. Denise and Kevin. All the way. I IMDb thought one of the, I thought the, the guy's name was Jake. No, definitely Kevin. They literally call him Jakey like a lot of the times throughout this movie. IMDb says that his name is Kevin. Um, so let's just check on that. <laughs> I'm so confused. Like they like straight up say Jake. Wait, it definitely says Jake. Where the hell did I get <laughs> Kevin from? Oh, that's his real. I was say, is the actor's name Kevin? God, okay. Damn it. What about the girl? I don't know who the girl is. <laughs> now you don't trust me. I know I don't. Honestly. You know what the problem was? I was looking at IMDb on my phone. Mm. Um, and so I think that the order of the name and the cast member's name. Set up a little It's really Denise. Her name in real life is Nicole. It's really Denise. Okay, okay. Her name I never fucking knew. Couldn't even have imagined what it would have been so denise excellent wow so not kevin so if i say kevin later because it's written just correct me (laughs) okay it's jake (laughs) so true is always filming her friends and uh one of her friends says true won't be happy until she turns her entire life into a sitcom um and then you get a voiceover of her kind of like almost like responding to that and she says no matter how big your problems are by the end of the episode everything is wrapped up so really like she has this dream that her life like fits into this perfect gift wrapped box essentially Mm -hmm. um and she also like mentions that reality can be pretty harsh so she's like not a huge fan of it basically which like okay valid true right very Um, valid yeah, but she, I, I haven't, I didn't write anything yet, but like you can already tell that her friends have like a weird 
relationship with her, right? Like, I feel like you yeah. can early on kind of feel that. I'll, I'll say more about that it, later. They were, like, kind of critical of her, like, interests. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, so she gets home with her friends and her brother, Eddie, like, opens the door and kind of, like, ambushes them with a flashing camera. And he's yelling, like, paparazzi, paparazzi. And he's doing the classic Shia laugh from Even Stevens. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, oh, my God, I love this. I love this. And I because at this point i felt like he was playing the exact same character as he does in even stevens like when he was doing this like that yeah. like kind of like annoying little brother thing um what's his name in that show lewis yes how did i forget that um <laughs> i had to think about it for a i did too <laughs> like i like i think that in a moment when everything a- becomes clear about the movie i was shocked because i saw him as a different character still at this point yeah it's definitely unclear what his character is like What's at this on. point yeah yeah. yeah yeah for sure point is true is not happy about the camera thing so like she goes in the house and um she starts like yelling like why did you do that and he's like very very upset with himself about it like his entire demeanor changes you could tell that he's like really thinking and like he's super upset um, about the fact that he did that Yes. Um, and their mom, who, by the way, did you recognize where the mom is from? No, I didn't think about it. But once you say it, I feel like I will. She is in a good chunk of uh, episodes of Grey's Anatomy. Wow. Yeah. What? She plays either she's like someone's mom or I forget what, but like I was like, I know this face. And like I, it's because she's in Grey's Anatomy. She's in a lot of shit, but like I know that's what it's from. Part of huh. me, I might be lying. I might be making this up, but part of me feels like she's like Lexi's mom. You know how she has like her family? Oh. I feel like that's who she is. Oh, that would actually make sense. Right? But yeah, it was like annoying me and I was like, I know this face. Um, Let's yeah. see who she plays in Grey's Anatomy. Do Susan it. Gray, which is Lexi's mom. Which is, wow, yeah, wow. That was, okay. yeah, there you go. See, I didn't, now that you say it, I get it, but I didn't catch that at all. You just watched Grace Natalie, Natalie. I, I know. figured that you'd have that one. <laughs> That's really disappointing. <laughs> it's okay. But anyway, um, their mom is there and she's basically telling True, like, you know, leave it alone. It's fine. And like, is comforting Eddie saying that like, like, basically she's like really trying to make Eddie feel okay. And is not not listening to True, but is basically just like, let it go, True, you know? Um, and True gets really upset. She feels like she lets Eddie get away with everything. Um, and then the mom's like, you know, he's just like acting like this because he feels left out when, you know, you're with your friends. Um, so True is like clearly not happy with this situation and like basically how the mom reacts to Eddie and kind of like she's babying him or whatever. But it's clear that the mom is just trying to like help out Eddie because he clearly does not react to things that everyone uh, the ways that everyone else does and we cut literally straight to true imagining her life like a sitcom um and her mom like comes into the living room and they're dressed like 50s and her mom tells you how great she is can we um, say wandavision <laughs> yes wanda very wandavision right <laughs> And then immediately cut to a video journal that True is making. And she's like, the more I wish my life was like a sitcom, the more it's like a soap opera. I can't even talk to my mom because she's too busy dealing with Eddie. Um, And she says that she's doing the journal because she needs something that's, quote, completely and privately hers. 
And my first thought was, oh, this is going to go public and this is going to be the TV show she's on. So I was thinking very much, um, what's that movie? What was Read that? It and Read Weep. and a Weep? Mm-hmm. But not. But that was my thought at yeah, that yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense though. <laughs> Um, yeah. And she also mentions a little bit about her dad who we have not met yet. I believe, um, Mm -hmm. that he's a neurosurgeon and he is barely home because he's a very busy doctor and they're like about to get ready for dinner or something. And the mom, like her line about the dad says, we have to be mellow when dad gets home. And I was like, that's weird. That's, that's upsetting to hear. Like you have to like tone down yourself because like dad gets going to get home. Like, woof. So Eddie is like super meticulously setting the table for dinner and then True asks mom what they're having and based on mom's response, I guess True deems they don't need spoons. So she starts taking the spoons away and Eddie gets super upset and he's like, that's not how Miss So-and-so said to do it. Like she said, like fork, knife, spoon and True's like, we don't need it and he's like getting all upset and then the mom's like, True, just leave the spoons and she's like, you care so much about Eddie's feelings that you forget I have feelings too. Like it goes off on her mother. Um, and then she was like filming this for some yeah, reason. Yeah, she pulls out her camera, like, and she's like, "I guess I need to cast someone else as my mom." And I was so, like, "Whoa, so rude!" And you see the mom in the background, like, hear that and just like be like, "What the fuck?" Like, she was hurt from that for sure. Right. She was like doing it right in front of her mom. But then she cuts to tell us all the embarrassing things her mother does. Like, for example, her mom being a Karen in the grocery store, being like, "Are these tomatoes really organic?" Which but- um plot hole there's a plot hole later should i reveal it now Ooh, yeah okay so later in the movie one of the things that happens is someone delivers groceries so they Mm -hmm. get groceries delivered but then why was she in the grocery store asking if the tomatoes are organic if you get your groceries delivered you could do both no it's a plot hole no (laughs) you must only do one (laughs) it's a plot hole (sighs) The other embarrassing thing that she mentions, though, is her mom literally packing them lunch and, oh, she left a fucking note in it. I'm like, I fucking wish someone still packed my lunch. Yeah, like, seriously. Hello? Like, I, she was, like, really roasting her mom here, and it was, like, highly unnecessary. Roasting her so badly. Um, but we're back at so, dinner. Yeah, they're at dinner, and dad arrives. Woo. Woohoo. Yeah, dad's here. Um, and they're eating dinner or whatever. And Eddie asks for his mom to pass him the bowl of broccoli. Um, and he takes the broccoli and he drops it and it's a big glass bowl and it shatters. It's in like slow motion. It's like crazy. Um, and the dad freaks out. He's so upset. He's like, Oh my God, can we get through any meal without dropping or breaking anything? Like one of these days we'll do it. Um, and Eddie's crying and like clearly upset like obviously he didn't want to drop the broccoli and the mom's like it's fine we'll just clean it up we'll clean it up whatever and like the dad eventually like realizes that he shouldn't have yelled and like starts comforting eddie but i just like this is like maybe 10 minutes into the movie and i'm like this is a lot and i am uncomfortable like it was explosive yelling yeah like yeah yeah yeah. like scary like why I don't know. I just and then he imme- and then he like immediately turns it off and then he's like, "It's okay. One of these days we're gonna do an entire meal without dropping or breaking anything." Yeah. Um. Also, question that like I know the answer to, but I'm just gonna pose it as a rhetorical question. Like, this was a very large glass bowl. It looked extremely heavy. My question is, if you know that your son always drops and breaks things, maybe when he asks, "Can you just?" 
scoop the broccoli for him instead of handing him. And like when you hand things at a table, it's always at an awkward angle because yep. you're like sitting. Yeah. So I just, and I, I know the answer is like, well, they want him to be able to learn how to like, you know, grab the bowl and like use like whatever coordination skills he's probably working on in school and OT stuff. But like, also if it's a very heavy glass bowl, like just scoop it for him and then you can avoid this. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's like they are ignoring the fact that maybe he can't just grab a big glass bowl. Like maybe you should know you this use about your son. like plastic bowls at the dinner table. And even if he does drop them, it's just the food that's a casualty and not the bowl right. as well. Right. There yeah. are ways. I'd, like, I, I, yeah. yeah, I was just like, <laughs> this didn't have to happen. <laughs> oh no, of course it did not. No. Um, and then we cut to uh, True, right? Just like talking about um, baby sharks. <laughs> She's like reading this like book or it's like a journal or something. I don't know. There's like this weird animation that happens. And she's like, apparently it's common for baby sharks to attack each other in the womb. And then she goes, what if everything that is wrong with Eddie is all my fault? And I'm like, how did we get here? Okay. So I want to add something to this okay. because I did look this up. Um, because this made this is really a bad reference, but this made me think of you know the movie Pitch Perfect when the like really quiet girl says like I ate my twin in the room. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like d- did something happen in the room that she's referring to or something? Mm-hmm. And so I looked it up, and in the book they explain a lot more about the fact that Eddie has like an intellectual disability because he didn't have enough oxygen at birth. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe True somehow thought that like she deprived him of oxygen and so then this would make a little bit of sense yeah 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 for sure but like it just in this context feels like it came out of nowhere and then they added almost nothing else to it right because and they could have easily just explained that yeah yeah exactly like she could she was already doing her weird voiceover thing she could have literally said that one line about like the oxygen deprivation which they never mentioned throughout the entire movie and it would have made more sense um but then imme- so she poses this question, right? And then she immediately goes to like a uh, medical message board. And I'm like, is she gonna literally ask this question out to, to the world? Like, is she gonna say, am I the reason for my brother's like intellectual disability? Um, she doesn't, but I thought that's what she was gonna do. And I was like, that's a, a bold thing to put out there. I feel like, I don't just like, why, why would you do that? But she doesn't. Right. Um, instead, she writes, my twin brother has a developmental disability. And now that we're starting high school, I think it would be cool to find a way to make him more comfortable and acceptable. Uh, and then signs it like true W. Um, mm-hmm. So she's basically just then, like asking for help. Quick flashback to the montage, montage of them playing in the fl- uh, field of flowers again. Just... <laughs> In case you missed it. <laughs> need to throw like 12 of those in here just scattered throughout. <laughs> right. So we cut to school, which is probably the next day or whatever. And True is like in the hallway with her friends and then the bell rings and Jakey is like, oh, class is that way. And her other friend Denise is like, don't you know anything, Jake? And then she like walks the other way to like another wing of the building or something where Eddie's class is. And she like peeks into his class and they're doing, I don't know, it seems like some sort of art project or something. Mm -hmm. And at this moment, I actually thought I recognized this scene. So I think I may have seen this movie. I feel like I remember this particular, like her peeking in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Because I don't know where else I would have seen that yeah and it wasn't in the promo so i really do think i saw it but Hmm. i don't remember anything of it but anyway so she goes to like check on her brother it's very cute um 
And yeah, that's on her way out though, she bumps into somebody um who is the previously mentioned about 30 seconds before this scene, um, Billy Meyer, who she like clearly has a huge crush on. Um, but she bumps into him, like knocks all his books down and like is basically just like, oh my god, sorry, 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 and like is kind of acting like weird i guess like it's not that weird but she thinks that she's like quote unquote like such a freak and so like billy's Mm -hmm. like okay and like takes his books and like leaves um but then we cut to a another like sitcom wandavision reference dream thing uh that is clearly referencing i love lucy of her and billy meyer being married and he comes home and like everything's wrong like everything has gone terrible in his day um but he's like but like it's all okay because i have you and like they love each other and it's everyone's like super happy for them and it's just like they just love each other and she loves billy meyer so i want to add something so yes. in the 30 seconds before this where they mention him they talk about how he's like the popular kid at school he's so cool blah 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 and how she's a freak and he'll never like her whatever I thought when she bumped into him outside of Eddie's classroom that this was going to, the plot was going to be that like he was there visiting one of his siblings. Oh. Um, and so have you, did you watch the TV show? Um, oh my God. What is it called? Never Have I Ever? No, that's on Netflix, right? Yeah. I was literally scrolling through Netflix last night and like almost put it on. That's so, so weird. <laughs> it's like, a stupid little show but i love it but in that show the plot point is that the super cool kid like this girl like goes over his house and then his sister is like talking to her and her his his sister has down syndrome so i thought they were going to try to do the same plot point i couldn't have been more wrong (laughs) i I couldn't have been more wrong about billy meyer but i thought for a second i was like oh my god like he is visiting someone or he's checking in on someone she's checking in on someone like it's gonna end up being really cute not Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. the case at all i also have a theory about billy meyer a little bit later that is also not the case (laughs) but i can't wait but i'll tell you what i thought when we saw him next (laughs) so Um, i now have written here kevin what i mean is jake um tells her about this tv contest um that he heard about where like you send in a video like a film that you make and they might feature it on a local news channel um and so she like runs home to tell her mom and she's like mom i'm gonna be a big tv star and i was like girl you gotta win first like i yes it was super weird how she was just like i am going to be on tv and then her mom basically tries to tell her that and it's just like, you know, let's just like be a realistic. Like I'm sure there's like hundreds of entries and immediately choose like, you're not supportive. I can't believe. Can't you just be confident? Like, and she just fucking goes off on her mom. <laughs> she's I, so mean to her mom. She's so fucking mean. And I'm like, the mom's being like reasonable. And she's just like, I'm supportive, but I want you to like have normal expectations. Like mm-hmm. don't hype yourself up to just not get, I don't know. Um, but she's really then, fucking rude. And then we get the scene you were talking about before where now she just starts trying to come up with a title for her TV show. And I'm like, maybe if you made the show first, right. then the title would follow. Yes. I'm like, I, my quote is that she's going through a lot of TV show ideas. And I go, well, titles at least. <laughs> like she's yeah. not going through ideas. She's just thinking right. up a title to call it, which is based on her name. Even oh though her whole thing is that she like doesn't want to be in it she wants to make it it's but she wants to be a star okay i don't understand her process as a filmmaker um 
I just don't get it. I'm, I myself am also not a filmmaker, but I don't think she's doing it right. I'm just going to throw that out there. Agreed. <laughs> so cut to English class and the teacher's like, oh, your papers on the Pearl are due soon. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's a great book. I actually read that. John Steinbeck loved yep. him. Yep. Um, and at the end of class, she asks her teacher about advice for the contest. And he's like, write what you know. Forget about being clever. Go for real. And she's like, ah, okay. Um, and I was like, I mean, what were you going to make? Something fake? Like, right? I don't know. Uh, whatever. Maybe. Um, and then we cut to mom. I guess she's like at work or something. Yeah. Um, and she's like looking on the computer and she's like clearly like perplexed by something and like her coworkers like, what's wrong? Like, what'd you see? And the mom said that she was looking for uh, information on music classes for Eddie and she saw the posting that True had put up on that like medical message board. And so... I at first I like wasn't sure why she was upset like uh, that she was upset that she was Mm -hmm. asking for help or whatever I don't know but then she like very clearly says you know like she used to turn to me for these kinds of questions and like now she's turning to the internet she's like all she ever does is yell at me and then her coworkers just like she's 14 I'm surprised she hasn't moved out yet and I'm like okay but also like she really always yells at her (laughs) she's just she's always yelling at her for no reason um so yeah her mom's just like upset that true is not going to her for these issues and like turn to some random message board on the internet to try and get help with you know stuff about their family life so cut back home um mom eddie and true are home dad is not home because he's never home and the whole family is like playing a pretend game with eddie where he's like doing brain surgery on a watermelon it looks super fun it was cute very cute i was so glad that they were like playing along so much literally it was so cute and then dad walks in and he's just like what are you doing those are very like uh those are antique tools they were given to me my father like why are you using them and mom like tells dad like relax like he's being careful but of course eddie is very upset he like drops the watermelon he's crying and he like runs away and then mom like talks to dad about his tone um and dad's like well at least i don't baby him how are we supposed to raise the bar higher and mom's like well maybe this is the highest the bar goes like which was like a very weird conversation but i understand what they were saying like dad is like well how are we gonna get him to be like at you know, the same level as other kids his age. And mom's like, whoa, maybe that won't happen. And like, let's accept it and learn how to interact with him. Mm -hmm, Um, And mm -hmm. dad's not getting it. Dad's very nasty to mom. I did not like it at all. No, I did not like it either. Like, it was. Yeah. And then like, there was like no resolve from that. Like, it was just like, like, literally, he's just nasty to mom. Yeah. He's just rude. He's just a dick. Um. And then here's here's my biggest issue Mm -hmm. because we keep going from these scenes where dad is like at a hundred in terms of his temper and then like the nicest person in the world. Yeah. And I don't understand how Eddie can understand that because we cut from this scene to literally Eddie and dad like happily having a catch outside. And I'm like, okay, but like and even this, before and this that, goes for any, this goes for any human on the planet. If you're interacting with someone and you literally don't know where they're going to be, like you're just always fucking scared. Yeah. Which is exactly what the mom said. She's like, you scare him and intimidate him, which like, yes. And understandably, because he's fucking goes from zero to a hundred and five seconds over the littlest fucking things. 
Um, and even before zero they to had hundred, but then right back to zero. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like very all over the place. Cause like you said, they're like playing, a, uh, having a catch or whatever. Right before that he was like, Eddie was like having a bad dream or something. And the dad was like comforting him and like put him in bed. And I was like, I like, I was just like very, conf- very confused about it. I don't know. Yeah. And then, yeah, so they're outside, they're having a catch. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't even remember I wrote this. I wrote, there is happy music, but I worry it won't end happy. Because <laughs> that's what, like, I'm scared of the dad now. I know. That's what I'm, I'm already conditioned. <laughs> it didn't take long. No. So we cut to True reading the answers to her post, and most are not helpful. Um, and so they, like, do a little, I don't know what you would even call this, a montage? like yes like a like an imaginary montage in like her brain like of like the people reading their posts they're not helpful no can i read the first one though um because it says the question isn't what's wrong with your brother it's what's wrong with you there's no cure for the handicap you just need faith and i was like oh no like yeah no this was this is not it I'm glad they didn't try to act like this was the answer. Yes, same. I was worried for a second. I was like, mm. uh, so this one was concerning to say the least. But then we get this one from this woman, Dee Dee, who I wrote immediately, this is mom. Yeah, ex- um, yeah it's but very I, clear. I, I didn't write what Dee Dee wrote. Oh, um, I have some of it. Basically, it says, if your brother has a sister as caring as you, like he's already better off than a bunch of other people who have similar issues. He just needs to be loved and supported. Like basically, she was just like, just love your brother. That's all. Like you're already doing enough for him. Um, And she was like, and she's very happy with this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. So next scene, True is telling her dad about her idea to make the show about Eddie for the contest. And like immediately after she told she basically is asking him like if she can interview someone in the medical field not her dad um and like all of this stuff starts happening that just distracts what was supposed to be happening so like eddie comes in the room like showing his dad and true that like he's able to rollerblade and he's like crashing into things or whatever but he's so happy knocking over so many things yeah then like dad's patient calls or dad's colleague for something with the patient so he like has to run out and then as this is happening like billy comes in to deliver the groceries which i was talking about of course billy is the delivery guy uh-huh. and then eddie like grabs them and then he like spill he or he like bangs into him and like spills the groceries everywhere and it's just like absolute chaos i was overwhelmed overwhelmed literally i wrote this is dot 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 a lot like <laughs> i am not uh, yeah it was just a lot um and and of course true is like traumatized because she has a crush on billy so yeah she's like, oh my god he's gonna think i'm so weird so this is where my theory about billy comes in where i thought billy was going to get like a glimpse into her home life see all this craziness going on and kind of like what she deals with at home and like have sympathy for her and like try (laughs) (laughs) wrong (laughs) wrong you're wrong (laughs) i know i'm so wrong i know (laughs) but i thought i thought he might be like wow like blah 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 (laughs) like you're you're so brave or so i don't fucking know I know I'm wrong. I get it. I had higher hopes for Billy. 
All right. So True writes back to Dee Dee, who responded to her post more about her brother and her being ignored by her mom at home. And I'm like, girl, this is your mom. Um, but I was like, oh, this is going to be a good thing because she's telling her mom how much yes. her mom ignores her. Whatever. Then we get to a montage. montage. This is absolutely a montage. Yes. Of True trying to get her tape about Eddie ready for submission. So she's like filming all this different stuff. And she... I wrote this quote. I don't know if she says this or something, but I wrote inside the brain of Eddie Walker. Where did I get that from? Um, I think that might, she oh, might have said it. it. Oh yeah. So we're, we're getting, um, sorry, in this montage, we're getting clips of her actually filming stuff. So like she's interviewing the doctor, she's recording Eddie doing stuff. She's like, quote unquote, like teaching in like a classroom setting, but we're also getting her uh, like shots of her editing it at her computer where we see those title right. cards. So there's like, in, yeah, there's inside the brain of Eddie Walker is on one of those. Um, right. Yes. So then she has her friends come over and mom and Eddie and she's like, okay, I'm going to show it to you. Please be honest. And she plays it. And then we get clips of it playing. It is so boring. It's so boring. It's, it's just, like all scientific stuff about yeah. a human brain. It's like really technical um, and just like educational, but like in a, the worst way possible. To me, the funniest part was like, they're all so excited to watch it, including Eddie. And then he literally falls asleep during it. Like he was asleep. so excited and then he falls asleep and her <laughs> friends are so bored. And then at the end, she asks for brutal honesty and like, oh shit, they're honest. And they call it boring. Mm-hmm. Um, and mom mom watches it and says you know it would be so much more interesting from your point of view and then while she didn't yell at her friends for calling it boring she goes off on her mom she yells at her she's so mean to her she and i'm like you fucking like this one was one of the worst ones i think in my opinion the mom was giving very reasonable feedback and was like i think it'd just be interesting if like you know you were like if you like she's basically saying like i think you have this ability to do this and she says you think i'm a failure you hated it and i'm like oh my god she does not think you're a failure she was literally giving you advice for like how she thinks you can succeed but okay you didn't yell at your friends when they said it was boring no No. of course i so mean whatever so let me get um, True reading Eddie a book and... Um, kind of like Goodnight Moon. But with a, a cow and a yeah. lamb. <laughs> um, yes. And uh, she asks Eddie about her show and he, she's like, you know, what do you really think about it? And he said he thinks he, it needs more car crashes, um, which I laughed at. And she's like, you know, what if this means I don't have any talent? And he says that he, she thinks, he thinks she's funny. Um, And then Eddie asks if she's mad at him. And she's like, why do you think I'm mad at you? And he goes, you never play with me anymore. You used to be my twin. Now you're not. I'm like, oh, no, this is sad. He says, it makes me sad. This is the part where I wrote, you could see literally, that I thought Shia did a really good job because I felt so sad. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I agree. Um, like, I really felt sad. And Danielle and I talked about this before we started recording, um, which I, I'm sure you're going to get into this later. But, like, what I have to keep reminding myself is that Shia was a child playing this character. And, like, he was able to get us to feel both feel really sad. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, like, regardless of, you know, like, our viewpoint on regardless like of it if, being problematic right <laughs> like, uh, but also we'll like to. if but like if they could have had the capacity to cast someone different i don't know if they even could have 
in 2002 like were people no and again i'll talk about that but yeah um but regardless like he's a child shia is doing a good job as an actor yeah (laughs) like as a as a barely probably 16 year old in this right as a child actor yeah 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 um so then true writes again to dd on the mm -hmm. forum and she is talking about the show and she's like you know if i like get too personal like um won't everyone just watch it and then like laugh at me so clearly she's very concerned about how people like react to her Mm -hmm. uh then we get to soccer time it's a co-ed soccer team um which i thought was interesting for high school um and apparently this is like the first time this is brought up uh eddie and true have this like twin telepathy thing that they that works for them during soccer where like it is really cute true's like dribble dribbling is that the word yes yes, it is okay okay dribbling up the field up the pitch uh and can like sense eddie's over there kicks the ball to eddie eddie scores so like they they score this goal um it is great they hug it's being recorded by mom and dad who are having like some sort of cute moments on the sidelines but even i can't feel cute about them because i like don't like the dad at all i know right um i I literally i was like we're getting this cute little aside but like i don't want it i don't want it no i feel weird about it (laughs) i hate dad yeah um and then i next thing i have is her talking to dd again yep same okay um and basically the one quote i have is that she says nobody has ever made great art without taking a risk so she's just like trying to convince her to do something different for the um video show submission thing and basically like make it about her life and you know showcase the things that she's like a little nervous to showcase and then she is talking to denise about Didi, and she's like she just makes me feel totally normal like i finally have my own guardian angel which i thought was so weird so intense like so like what a weird way to describe a stranger on the internet like and then denise is like you know it could be like an old man like yeah not like a woman how you're picturing it and she's like, ah, psh, like whatever, which is like um, valid, <laughs> very valid. So then True starts looking through all these old videos that she made with Eddie when they were younger, like putting pans on their head and pretending they're like robots or something. Um, so there's like some really positive stuff. But then there's also like them at like a checkout at a grocery store. And then Eddie wants to like get candy. And then he starts like getting really upset that she says they can't buy the candy or whatever. And then like Eddie's spilling things. So it's like good stuff and then really tough stuff that she went through that she's like watching back. Yeah. There's also this one scene of them. Uh, it's like they must be like a, in a gym or something um, where one of the kids like throws a ball at Eddie and like it hits him. And then they uh, the kids in the background call him the R word. And it's just like, oof. They like, say the R word many, many times. Yeah. Time. No, they, they, they say it. Um, and yeah, it's not not cute. Um, so then they're going on some trip to the beach and it's supposed to be the whole family, but dad can't go because of work um, to which true gets mad at her mom about the fact that dad's not going. She's it's supposed to be all of us. And she's like, what do you want me to do? Um, and so they're at the beach and Eddie is like trying to fly his kite, but it's not flying. And he gets like really upset and he starts crying and true's like, it's okay. It's like, it's the wind's fault. And he's like, no, like it's the kite's fault. Like it must be the R word. Um, and I'm like, okay, well, we just overheard kids calling Eddie that in the other videos. So obviously he hears and understands like yes. um, that if something is not like 
quote working correctly or like doing what you think it's supposed to do that then it's the r word yeah um so that made me very sad which is just very sad yeah and then true's in the car and re-watches the entire clip but i was like do we need to watch this again like i don't want to watch this again right. yeah we had to watch it multiple times. yeah this is we watched it like three times um and she's like talking to her mom and she's like i can't show this to people they won't understand what if they laugh at like uh him and then they start talking about Dee Dee, and she's just like, you yeah, know, she just like gets me. It's weird. It's right. It's almost as if she brought it up to her mother before. Yeah. Um, like this woman on the internet I talked to. Um, she's and she's like, like, yeah, she gets me. And mom's like, I have to tell you something. And then like, I assume it's that she's Dee Dee that she's going to tell her. And then she like decides not to tell her. Yeah. Um, and then the, I things must happen i don't know what happens next no the next thing is literally her mailing putting the submission in the mailbox okay yeah yeah yeah. got you yeah there's okay there's yeah there's sorry wow one more interaction with Dee Dee on the internet where she says like you know if you show your true self you will be rewarded and so true's like confident in the tape her and her friend do like a little like good luck spell over it they mail it out and then she goes home and then she tells her mom that she mailed it out. And then her mom says the exact same thing that Dee Dee told her and says, you know, if you show your true self, you will be rewarded. She's like, where did you get that from? And True's like, I mean, the mom's like, uh, and she's like, you're Dee Dee, aren't you? And she's so upset. She's like, why would you trick me like that? Is it to make me feel stupid? I don't want to talk to you ever. I hate you. I can't believe you would do this to me. Like a touch dramatic, True. A touch. Um, I get where she's coming from. I do. But like, why are you so upset with your mother about everything? Everything. She also like uh said this one thing that she was just like is it to trap me so like you i could like say something and like basically like you can hold it against me and i was like based on what we've seen from the mom it doesn't seem like that would be something that she would do in my opinion i don't know i'm just like she has like such this warped perception of her mom and it makes me really sad like she's so fucking mean to her (laughs) um but yeah so she's pissed at her mom refuses to talk to her uh next thing they are at like some sort of fair or something like the whole family's there and the mom's like complaining to the dad that you know she's like when do you think true's gonna talk to me whatever um and true is looking for eddie he like wandered off somewhere so she's looking for eddie she finds eddie and he has a hat that he did not have previously she's like where'd you get this hat and he goes uh i I, like i got it or something and she's just like did you like steal it and he's like no like they gave it to me and she's like she kind of like rolls her eyes she's like okay i'm sure whoever you took it from like didn't give it to you she's like let's go find them so she's like who gave it to you and he points to like a bunch of kids sitting on a bridge um because she wants to go return it and we pull up to these people and it's billy and his friends um good old billy meyer and she's like oh like i'm sorry like is this hat yours and she like starts to hand it to billy and then we get this dramatic slow motion scene of uh he like goes out to reach for the hat and then like purposely doesn't take it and so it drops to the floor and he's like uh no like i told him he could keep it uh isn't it be kind to our word week hello what i wrote saying i wrote the exact same thing excuse me excuse me why are you like why are you doing this and then like clearly true's like what the fuck and he's like why would we want it back after all three of us took turns spitting in it excuse me excuse me 
And like, so uh, in reference to earlier, we could not have been more wrong about Billy Meyer. Yeah. He's just an actual piece of shit. Yep. Just a fucking dick. Just a big old piece of poop. Fuck this guy. (laughs) And then he also calls her a freak. Yeah. Because she's Um, like, what's wrong with you? Like, why would you do that? You know, valid fucking question. And he's like, what's wrong with you, freak? I'm beginning to think you're a bigger mental case than he is. Hello? And then she does what any normal person would do because he's like leaning against the bridge. She just pushes him off of it into the river. I wrote, good for her. Good for her. (laughs) I did not feel bad at fucking all. Fuck this now, guy. here's the thing. I really thought when she pushed him, he was going to be severely injured. Unfortunately, he just is like, just like, uh, what's it called? Treading water in the river. <laughs> and I was like, would he not be injured? Um, and so this is going to be the math bust. Ooh. Wanna- Did you know this was where it was? Uh, no, I want to know what it would have taken to injure Billy Meyer, though. Me I need too. to know. <laughs> Well, so actually the question that I posed, oh, by the way, I'm sorry. It's time. It's time for Math Busters. Amazing. So the question that I posed is how deep did the water have to be for him to not hit the bottom slash get hurt when he fell in, right? I assume those two are um, complementary. What's the word for occurring at the same time? Simultaneous. Yeah, but not. Right. Okay. So I did a whole bunch of research about how to figure out like your velocity when you hit the water and how that affects your depth. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are so many variables that go into it, including um, the drag coefficient, which again, we would not again, we would have to estimate because we don't know like how windy that day was. We have to know um, the, his weight um, we'd have to know how hard she pushed him, right? Because it's not just falling. Like when we did Cadet Kelly, he just fell. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have to include being pushed. Right. So there were so many variables. This was basically impossible. Um, so there's like this super long formula that I figured this is definitely a really accurate formula, but we would need to use far too much estimation. We'd be estimating almost every single variable yeah. um, to get anything realistic. Instead, I found the Federal Internationale de Nacion the FINA, which is the World Sporting Authority on Swimming and Diving, oh. they, I think, simplified all of this and wrote an equation, a linear equation that you can use to find the minimum safe depth of water um, for a particular height that you're diving from. Cool. Um, and the cool thing is when you're diving, you would f- go deeper into the water than if you just like We're fell pushed. in like plop. Yeah. So this would actually give even more than you would actually need so it would definitely cover what we're going for yeah um so the formula is d the depth of the water equals 0.143 h the height um that you're falling from in meters plus 3.04 um and so they give like you know some different xy coordinates that fit obviously none of them are exactly the ones that we need um i wanted to look up fina to see like is this a real thing and like do people actually use their formula? Mm-hmm. And so they're the international federation recognized by the international Olympic committee for uh, administering international competitions in water sports. So considering that they use this formula to figure out how deep the pools need to be in the Olympics, I think that they are, um, seems legit to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. So what I did was obviously I don't know how, um, 
far it is from the bridge to the water. Um, but I do know or can find the heights of the actors. So mm-hmm. what I did was I tried to measure on the screen one of the actors and then from the bridge to the water. And all of the clips are like not super clear, but you mm-hmm. get one that's like the friends standing on the bridge and then you can see like from the bridge to the water. And then there's another one if you pause where it's like him falling and he's like, he's straight but slanted so you could measure his full height and then you can see from the bridge to the water so i was like let me measure both of those because like i want to make sure that it's accurate Mm -hmm. and i got um the from the first clip the bridge to the water being 13 inches to the height being five and a half and the second one 23.5 to 10 um which is actually when you divide them 0.423 and 0.426 so clearly the proportion is the same so actually i was like okay i trust these measurements yeah yeah yeah. love that um so then um since i figured that was accurate and i figured that billy and his friend are probably around the same height i couldn't find billy's height online but i could find the friend's height online which was five six yeah um so 66 inches um, so I divided that by 5.5 to say the scale factor is 12. So in real life, everything is 12 times larger than it is on the screen. Um, so I did the 13 um, inches from the bridge to the river times 12 is 156 inches. For this formula, it needed to be in meters. So that's 3.96 meters. So when I plug this into the formula, I find that the minimum depth for the water for him to be safe would be 3.606 meters, which is 11.8 feet. I have never seen a river that is 11.8 feet deep. This looked like a little, like, I don't know, four foot, like he's like treading water, but like he, it looks like he could probably stand in it. Like there's no way this is 11.8 feet deep. I don't think so. I mean, let's look up like how deep is the Nile river? Like that's the biggest river there is. (laughs) That is, yeah, I would say that's a pretty big fucking river. This was like a small river that like had a tiny little bridge over it. Like I'm trying to think of a comparable river. So the, average of the Nile River is 26 to 36 feet. So, I mean, I agree with my statement from before. Like, there's no way this little river is 12 feet deep. Think about, like, a swimming pool is six feet deep. So it's, like, twice as far down as, like, yeah, the deep yeah, end yeah. of a swimming pool. Yeah. No way. This has been busted. He would have been injured. I think so. That's Also considering that, like, he's literally flailing through the air on his way down. And at one point, his, his head down. I was like, just going to say, measured him, he goes backwards over the yeah. over the bridge and so yeah exactly his head first like e i think i think his head might have hit the floor a little bit yeah which i wish <laughs> i wish he had been a little hurt a little hurt a little hurt. there's like a little concussion like a um, little concussy yeah whoops um so this has been busted amazing wow beautiful work thank you thanks to the f-a-n-a fina fina <laughs> That's what I'm um, calling. I don't know if they call themselves Fina. I would. But uh, yeah, so True pushes Billy into the river. He comes out unscathed, just a little pissed off. Um, and then she immediately storms off and is just like, we're leaving. And then her mom's like, what happened? And she's like, you wouldn't understand. And I'm like, I think she actually would have understood <laughs> if you would have explained what just happened. I'm sure she would have been equally as angry, but Okay. Um, so they're at home and the mom goes to True's room to attempt to apologize. Um, and she's just like, you know, I just wanted to reach you. And, uh, True's like, 
okay. She's like, so everything's all right. And she's just like, they spit in his hat, mom. But no, everything's okay. Everything's fine. And then closes the door on her. And I'm like, she's like, how was your mom supposed to have known? Because you didn't tell her the whole they, car ride. Yes. 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 That's maybe she could have helped or assisted. Like, but okay, just get mad at her for no reason. If you just explained things, it might, she might be able to understand. I don't know. I, right. Whatever. She's annoying. Um, so the next day, True calls the TV network to ask, like, when they're going to announce the winner. And basically, they, like, recognize her voice on the phone because she calls every five minutes. So in case you forgot, she's very anxious about hearing about the results. Yes. Um, cut to True and Eddie in, like, this huge library. And they're sitting with Jake. And he's like, I want to – I finished my book. I want to go get another one. And she's like, okay, like, you know where the section is. Like, go get it. And then, like, he, like, drops the book and someone, like, accidentally kicks it into the – elevator and so he like goes in the elevator ends up on another floor walks out and basically just gets very very lost because it's a huge library and he's really upset he starts like panicking and crying and he's like yelling really he's like true true like he's yelling for her so loudly that she hears it from the other floor so she like comes running but before she makes it back a old man librarian finds him and it's like shh this is a library calm down sir do you not clearly he's crying like do you not realize that he's upset like do you think shh it's gonna help calm down when has asking someone to calm down ever worked is like what why is your first reaction not what's wrong are you okay okay It's, it's can you can you not be screaming and crying right now please thank you like what I don't know. So Eddie is so upset by this that he's like backing away because he's scared and he like backs into a shelf and like knocks all of these books over. And then at that moment, like True runs up and the guy's like, "Uh, can you like take this outside? This is a library. And she's like, can you give us a damn minute? Yeah. And the guy's like, okay, fine. Even Jake says something, I think at that point too. He's just like, bro, like they need a sec. Um, And then poor little Eddie he is so sad and he's like it's not fair i want to be done being different i want to be the same as everybody else um emotional this is emotional it is emotional and then true says if you were the same as everyone else you wouldn't get all that special help in school or be allowed to rollerblade in the house or be the amazing brother that i love oh that's nice she's nice to him (laughs) she is nice um um so then that's that's the resolution to this issue (laughs) yeah cut okay cut to her talking to her dad i think it is um and she's just like am i a horrible person like is it bad that when eddie was like having his meltdown i was like wishing i had my video camera and i was like yeah i think i think so (laughs) don't want to see this girl in the age of tiktok i don't oh no my god she'd be fucking exploiting him oh my god everything so we find out True won the contest and she's happy for like 12 seconds and then immediately yells at her mother. And she's like, if kids start making fun of me for all the personal stuff I showed, it's totally going to be your fault. Are and you like, kidding what? me? Like, what is your problem? She's like, literally, so, what is your problem? She's so fucking mean. Um, she's but so they mean. announced like in school that they're going to air it on TV that night or whatever. Um, so everyone knows about it. Uh, they go to True's house and like all her friends are over and and Eddie and her are like all dressed up. Um, They're waiting for dad to come home and of course dad calls and he's not going to make it home in time because that's dad and his life. Um, 
<laughs> sorry, I have this next line. I'm so sorry that I did this. Um, in the show, Eddie burps, and I wrote, hey, I just burped at the same time as Eddie. <laughs> did you really? I did. I was eating Indian food, and I burped. That's amazing. Uh, Wait, so I love that. I kept that. That's so cute. <laughs> you two are so close. So close. They're your best friends. Yep. Um. So we see this as like a montage of parts of the show i think it's unclear like if we're watching the whole thing or what um but first it's all like you know sweet nice stuff and then it gets to more like tough moments um like the one uh, at the candy at the store trying to buy candy that we see again um and eddie and everyone that's watching starts to get like really upset when this shift in the film occurs i think um but then it like quote like brightens up again like she's Mm -hmm. like i've got a brother who every single day teaches me what's important in life um and then when it ends true starts imagining like what bad things everyone at school is gonna say about the show so she's like very paranoid yeah um just like to say a little bit more about the show it is just clips of them it's just clips it's just clips and then every once in a while you get her saying something like when she was saying she's like i'm in like sometimes i'm embarrassed or like i wish people would take the time to get to know him and she's like don't feel sorry for us like at the end but like that's other than that it's just a bunch of like home videos strung together um i'll talk about that more later but that's it so yeah so she gets like she said uh like natalie said she's uh really anxious about what people are gonna say she thinks everyone's gonna you know think the worst of it um but also, before we get to that, um, we get a scene of dad at the hospital. So dad actually wound up, was he was able to watch it on like a TV at the hospital the whole time. Um, and he's very emotional. One, I think because of like the content of it, you know, it's his like son who has a difficult time, but also um, because he's not in it at all. And he realizes that. And his colleague also realizes that. He's just like, hey, it's like, where were you? And he's just like, I don't know, like, you know, I guess us doctors, we become invisible dads. Um, so he's upset about that. And uh, yeah, so cut back to school. I think we're back at school. Yes. Mm-hmm. And literally, like, she walks in and everyone is just, like, clapping for her. Mm-hmm. I guess they all watched her show. They liked it. They clapped for Eddie. They said it was so good. And uh, that's that. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> there's no more of that. Um and then we get this moment with dad where I, oh, I fucking don't mm. like this man. He goes to her. This is how he approaches his like 16 year old daughter and says, 14 year old daughter, sorry. And goes, someone watching that show, it appears like you wouldn't have a dad at all. And she's just like, yeah, well, you know, like acting as if like he doesn't know why he's not in it as if he doesn't work all the fucking time. Um, but that's actually not so that's what i thought at first too uh-huh but then she's like there's a reason i didn't put you in it and it's not because he's absent um per se it's because when he is there he's the absolute fucking worst and so now we get a string of videos of him being an absolute dick so like right. him- she's like i'll show you but it's gonna hurt your feelings and he's yeah. like just show me yeah and it's him yelling at like Eddie spilling stuff um, at the dinner table. Uh, him constantly being like, "I'm on the phone. Like I'm I'm trying to work. Like just ba- just yelling and yelling and yelling and like not being kind at all." Um, and uh, immediately after this, he clearly feels bad. And True tries to make him feel better, saying that he's under a lot of stress and they get it. But like, 
that was shocking to me that she was trying to excuse it. She was literally trying to console him immediately. Yeah. And it's like, that's not an excuse. You and Eddie deserve better than this. Like, okay. Which is true. But also, how yeah. did he have no idea? He was like, he was I didn't so know. shocked. After she consoles him, she keeps watching the clips and um, then she sees how nasty she is to her mom in the videos. Mm. So it is an awakening for two people. It is. It is. Um, so then she like goes to like apologize to her mom, but she doesn't apologize in a good way. So no, she's like, she you didn't have to be Didi. All you had to do was talk to me. And her mom's like, you make that sound easy. Like you fucking yell at me. Yep. You make it impossible to fucking talk to you. Um, and then here's the thing. They don't, True gets upset about something that like isn't even relevant to her mom. Like, right. Like her mom basically is just like, you know, I just like missed you. And I was just like trying to find a way to get to you. And they like hug. And then she was like really upset. And she starts to describe like her and Eddie. And she's like, you know, like I realized going through all these video clips that like we grew up together and like we had all these good times, but like I'll continue growing basically and I'll go to college and I'll get married and I'll have kids and Eddie will just always stay Eddie. And that made her really sad. Uh, But like that has nothing to do with her being mean to her mom. No. It was weird. I don't know. You're basically just saying that you're taking something out on your mother, something that your mother's also dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the end, she's like, life isn't like a TV show. Just, but just because things don't wrap up nice and tidy doesn't mean they can't improve. Dad's around more and really trying hard to relax. Mom promised to be more available to talk and stuff. I promise to listen to her and to be more open. And Eddie will always be Eddie. Like, okay. But also in this, the dad is still yelling. Still like, yelling. She, yeah. But he's trying hard to relax. Yeah, he's okay? trying. There's like still moments, but he's trying. Um, and He's then it's hard to relax. As soon as she said that her mom was like wants to be more available, I was like, "Bitch, your mom was not the problem." And then she like immediately right. says it about herself, and I was like, "Okay, fine." Um, and then we get this little scene of uh, Eddie and True on the couch watching the soccer goal that they had from earlier in the movie, and he wants to watch it over and over and over again. She's like, "It's not going to change, Eddie. Like, why do you keep watching it?" And he goes, "Cause it's you and me being twins." I was like, "Oh, that's kind of nice." Uh, and then we end, of course, with this image of these two children frolicking in the field like we began the movie. <laughs> Cute. Cute. The fourth time we saw it. Yep. Okay, I'm going to do my post-movies first. Okay. Um, I really I really enjoyed the movie I did. Um, I think my comments are about the, like, realness of how people can interpret it. So I yeah. talked about how it had, like, a real purpose. It told a real story. I thought Shia did a really good job and I thought that it portrayed like the difficulty of being in a family where other people view you in a particular way. Okay. Um, so like having a family member who's like quote different in some way and how the world around you is like curated to like, you have to, I don't know, you p- have to fit some particular mold or you fit some particular mold in people's eyes. Um, in this case, it was an intellectual disability, but I think it applied to like lots of different families. Um, I liked the concept of telling a story through a story from True's perspective, meaning her TV show. So I felt like it was like made clear what characters were feeling and like things were explained through the creation of her film, um, 
which was like a more organic and natural explanation of feelings rather than having weird soliloquies like a lot of decoms do like voiceovers or I forget one in particular that did this I know that like Rita and Weep did it through like having a like an imaginary friend almost um and then there's one that does it by just like having them stand there and talk I forget but anyway it was was like a more maybe Quince yes thank you exactly yeah um I felt like it had a very different feel from a lot of other DCOMs. And like, for that reason, it was one of my favorites, but I really am glad of your post movie viewpoints because um, that is important. There's first of all, there's so long. This is the longest post movie thoughts I've ever I'm very excited. Had. I'm um, really excited. Oh, wow. Cause I have issues for like many reasons. Um, so buckle, <laughs> buckle in. Um, I said, I feel conflicted about this movie for many reasons. Um, I know it was made in 2002. So obviously like diversity and proper representation in the film industry, like wasn't top priority at all. Um, or so even, not even just top priority, but even like no one about. said you had to do yeah, that or no. like you should do that. Yeah, no, it was absolutely not. Like it was not even like thought about or discussed. I'm sure like, like um, rain man yeah no yeah absolutely like there's this is yeah this is not the the most like egregious like occurrence of this um but so like a yeah so obviously 2002 so i didn't i don't imagine that they would have at this point in time like cast an actually disabled person to play a disabled role um but like seeing it now in the year 2021 i can't help but think about this movie through that lens and like how inappropriate it is um and to quote claire barnett who is an autistic uh disability advocate um referencing another movie that i'll mention in a second um she describes it as it is a startling example of what disability advocate advocates call crip face uh when a non-disabled actor plays a disabled character crip face is harmful in the same way blackface is it suggests that a disability is an identity that can be temporarily assumed for the purpose of entertaining people in the best scenarios it has mocking undertones in the worst it devalues disabled people's very existence um, and is this her quote about this movie in particular or in general? So this quote is about um, a recent example, which is a movie that came out, I think, last year called Music that was made by Sia, like the the song, the artist Sia, yeah. where it starred um, Maddie Ziegler, like her little dancer friend, as a non-speaking autistic girl, um, which people were oh, like, I feel like I hella up in arms about. about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because yeah. like it was so inappropriately made and like they the only organization they like had help from was from like autism speaks or something like that, which is like notoriously a not good organization. So like, yeah, there was, and so this was a a much more recent example, which makes it worse basically. Cause it's like, we have these resources, we have these, these conversations like in 2002, it is not better, but it is more understandable that this was the case as opposed to in 2021. Um, But this, so this quote was about that movie, not about, true confessions but it's Mm. it's the description of what's going on you know so basically yes so like shia playing a disabled actor is that same like notion of like he's assuming this role to entertain people which there's a lot that can be said about that but basically that was my first like meh about this movie um so that didn't make me feel great about that movie this movie but beyond that this movie made me like feel pretty uncomfortable at times, which I think is the point to be fair. 
Um, but I felt like there was like nothing but fighting for the first 30 minutes. True was rude as fuck to her mom, who was obviously just trying to be a good mom to both of her children. The dad was a piece of shit and did not realize it until it was literally filmed on camera <laughs> for him to see. Um, and the same thing about True, to be honest, like she didn't realize how rude she was until she fucking saw herself doing that. Um, and uh, poor Eddie, I think was his character was kind of just watered down to like his silliness. Like that was basically most of what he was there for um his the moments where we like actually got to see his feelings and emotions are i think like the strongest and kind of like we said like every time like we were like he's making us feel sad like those were the most like the best moments Mm -hmm. i think of the movie and they were just like scattered throughout and like you i don't know you didn't really get to see how he felt a lot of the time but when you did it was good i don't know if that makes sense um but yeah, so I don't know. I like I didn't love the characters and like their growth seemed weird to me because it was only once they saw themselves like on camera being pieces of shit were they able to grow. And I was like, meh. Um also another issue I had was I didn't really get the show that she put together. Like this was it a wasn't a, a show. It was a contest for a TV show what what i would love to be answered was like is it supposed to be like a one-off tv show or like a series type of tv show regardless it wasn't it was like barely a documentary style like we said it was just like clips that she strung together about her life also it was supposed to be like about her brother and it was more so about her dealing with her brother and not about her brother so like it wasn't in the like life of Eddie Walker. It was like in the life of True Walker dealing with Eddie Walker, I felt. I don't know. It was just like home movies spliced together. And I don't see like how anything else could come of it. Like I don't see how anyone could see that being like, she's a brilliant filmmaker. Like that, right. I don't get the vibe from that. So that was really confusing to me. All that, be- all that being said, <laughs> I did appreciate the attempt by Disney to like using like heavy air quotes here, air quotes here, like showcase a disabled person in a movie and what their life like might be like and how like the realities of how others might react to them and like or more so how their family's life might be like yes yes that is accurate their their family's life um and how like people you know in the in the world react to them um but overall just like made me feel bad like i just felt bad not like bad for them like i just felt bad watching it i was like "Mm." like i don't think anyone watching this would necessarily like learn something new from it besides just like don't be a fucking dick like don't be right and if you need to see this movie to know that then you're not gonna get that from it exactly like i don't think it was doing anything like profound besides just like people are different and like accept them and like don't be fucking rude i don't know um also it was just like weird it was just like a weirdly done movie with the strange montages that same clip of the kids frolic in the in the field that we saw like 14 times throughout the movie it was just i i don't know i felt really just weird about it all i just don't think it set out to do what it intended to do and like i see how disney in the 2000s was like really trying something but like i I don't think it did it. And especially like looking back at it 20 years later, like it's just, there's a lot more to be said than at at the time it came out, obviously. I wonder what their relationship with this particular book is. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Like, why did they choose this particular book to turn into? Mm. Yeah. Are there, there have been a couple other decoms that have come from books, right? Didn't Read It and Weep come from a book? I don't know. I don't know. It's but, always you know, like just... it's weird when uh 
like like you said it was so not a normal disney channel original movie right like it was very different from other ones so it's like i'm so interested in like when they have these ones that are so different from the norm like yeah like what was the the process behind that and like why was this the choice they made and like at the end of the movie you got like a little like not like an advertisement but like a a thing for like the special olympics and like a website mm-hmm. you can go to and same thing with like a sibling support something so like it was clearly like made with some purpose and intention in mind um so i don't know yeah i just have like questions about that but that's that's my take on this movie <laughs> i really appreciate that and the depth and the uh detail you put into it thank you i had a lot to say so <laughs> um but yeah so i'm glad we watched it i'm glad because i feel like mm-hmm. i had like now looking back i'm like i feel like this rang a bell like in the slightest way i think more in terms of like shia labeouf and like less in terms of disney like that he had done mm-hmm. something like this in the past um so like i'm glad we watched it and like we're able to kind of like see it but yeah i don't know just like we i feel weird about it but it's makes sense that it like, exists in the world it exists in the world yeah and like it's like how a bunch of other disney movies have not aged super fucking well because right that's just how things work so most, yes many <laughs> most right most yeah 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 all right you know where to find us folks you can find us on instagram at disney plus or minus all spelled out you can find us on twitter at disney plus or underscore you can find us on anchor.fm at disney plus or minus or wherever you find your podcast please leave a review rate subscribe and dm us if you know the answer to the spongebob now that we're men question <laughs> incredible thank you thanks for listening bye bye